everyone, and welcome back to the Living with Power Hope podcast. My name is Lena Abjamra, and I'm your host. You are in the middle of a leadership edition special series that we're running here at the Hope Podcast, meant to fill you with hope if you're a leader, but also to fill you with hope because it focuses on Jesus, and uh, we believe that He is the reason for the hope that we have. Uh, we would love to tell you more about Him or answer any questions that you might have, so feel free to email us, lena at livingwithpower.org, or subscribe to this podcast, and uh Download our app, the Living with Power app, so that you can find out all of the free and awesome resources that we've put together for you uh, on leadership, but also on discipleship and Christian living. So we are now catching our series halfway through, and I've got an interesting um, set of thoughts today. Maybe this won't be such a long uh, podcast, but I want to spend a few minutes today uh, on this topic, leading when no one is following, leading when no one is following. You might, you might intuitively resent or, or disagree with this, with this title. In fact, I was always told that you know you're a leader because look behind you. If there's no followers, then you're not leading anything. And if there are followers, then you are. And I, in my 20s, I heard that a lot. Like that's how the sign of a leader is there are people following you. I don't think that's true. In fact, I think that's bogus. And um, I believe that Jesus, as an example, is is the best example of why I think that's bogus because. Uh, Jesus was a leader and is the greatest leader of all times, in my opinion. And yet uh, there was a season in his life where he did not look like a leader. In fact, he looked like the last thing from a leader. It was at the end of his life, after the Garden of Gethsemane, frankly, even at the Garden of Gethsemane, he takes his disciples who are sleeping. That's how much he inspired them to stay awake. And then they leave him. They run away. And so much so that by the time he's walking with a cross up the... Um, the road to Golgotha, to the cross, it says in Mark chapter 15, uh, verse 21, that they compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. Who was Simon of Cyrene? No one they knew. He wasn't a disciple. He wasn't a follower of Jesus. Where was his disciples? Well, remember that Jesus started with thousands of disciples and then in John chapter 6 many left because he spoke about the bread he being the bread of life and his call to discipleship freaked everybody out so many of them left and then there's a handful left and then Peter Jesus asked him are you guys going to leave too and Peter said to whom shall we go you have the words of eternal life and and already the circle of disciples was dwindling so that by the time Jesus gets to the cross there's no one left and then they have to grab some stranger on the road who I believe became a Christian, by the way. He's mentioned with his kids because I believe they became part of the local church. And uh, that's who helps him carry the cross. And he dies. And of course, by the time, the last minutes of his life, he's on his own. In fact, he, at the ninth hour, cries out loud, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, meaning, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Of course, um, just, just a, just a, Humanly speaking, a sad way to end, and yet the height of his ministry, the apex of his ministry, the most glorious moment of human history was that moment on the cross when Jesus took our burdens, our sins, uh, died for our sakes. And then, of course, we know the rest of the story. Three days later, he rose again. But he had no one following him in that moment. And yet, um, yet he was a leader in every sense. So let me, let me just give you some thoughts here. If you are a leader and you don't see many followers in your life right now, uh, don't look at Twitter. Don't look at Instagram. It will do nothing but depress you. You will think that the only way to be a leader is to have a blue little thing next to your name on Twitter. You're verified. Like, now everybody knows you're not fake. 
uh, spare me that, okay? Uh, here's point number one. Sometimes a leader will go and no one will follow. That's a fact, okay? By the way, not just Jesus. Uh, there are many biblical examples of godly leaders who had no followers. Jeremiah, my favorite prophet. No one believed him. No one liked him. They threw him in a pit half his time. He was a leader. How do I know? Because his words changed the world. And they would turn out to be true. And they continued to be held up by people. Uh, frankly, Daniel didn't have any followers. Uh, there was a season in David's life when he escapes the kingdom. And nobody's there. And then eventually the stragglers come to him. So, so you, you, can, you can look. Joseph was a leader his whole life. And yet the majority of his life in prison, he had no followers. You can go on and on and find examples of men and women who are leaders and had no followers. Now, but mind you, I'm not trying to, I mean, the point isn't to, for people to follow us, it's for people to follow Jesus. But still, in the context of your work, there are seasons where you are a leader and you just don't look like you have a lot of followers. And that doesn't mean you're not a leader or you're a bad leader. Uh, just because no one is following you doesn't mean you're leading poorly. Don't, don't, don't reach wrong conclusions about your leadership just because there are not many people following you. And again, we are in an era of of worshiping the idolatrous area uh, era of worshiping followers we think if that is what legitimizes our leadership remember we're not leaders because the world has put us in a position of leaders of leadership we are leaders because god has put us in a position of leadership so just because no one is following is god's business not yours now i'm not saying don't look at your leadership style and learn and grow and that may be why you're listening to this podcast and i so appreciate it but but be careful as you seek materials that will help you grow as a leader don't go to those resources that will tell you well here's how you build a platform and here's how many people you can get in a month that's not what you need to work on what you need to work on is your soul your character your trust in god there's ample godly strong leadership materials out there that will reinforce your, 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 your faith and, and build you up and help you become undaunted. But just because no one's following does not mean that you are a bad leader. Sometimes a leader will go and no one will follow. Number two, when you're leading and no one is following, remember that leadership is not about growing platforms, but fulfilling purpose. Okay, this is huge. Now, it's it's a tricky one because I mean I, I I'm in the Christian publishing industry and 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 I get that sometimes it's it's a chicken and the eggs or you know you feel like you say this on one hand and but but I really believe it so and here I'm gonna try to explain it like like sometimes the truth is if you don't have a platform you can't get a book written or maybe you write it but you can't get it published or you know so 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 again humanly uh, platform might end up with certain obvious fruits. If somebody blows up and they have a million followers overnight, odds are they're going to get a book deal. It's just a, the way of the world. You, you need, you know, this is going to be a book that sells at the end of the day if you've got a million followers overnight. Now, maybe something crazy happened to you, you have a good story. Uh, let God use the platform. That might be part of your purpose. But, but that's not the story for most people. Yeah, that's the one in a million. You know, that's, that's that bestseller. Somebody writes, you know, th that's the uh, Harry Potter series. The woman, you know, is in the cafe, she's working her butt off, and then she writes a book that becomes a bestseller, and now it's like everybody thinks they're going to be the next Harry Potter. It doesn't work this way. She's, she's one in a million, all right? The majority of us are writing regular books in regular coffee shops that will never turn into bestsellers, and that's okay. So you see, a good leader, leader isn't just a leader with a great platform who's got a best-selling book. It is a steadfast, faithful leader who is fulfilling God's purpose for their life. 
And so you say, well, what about that argument that, well, I'm never going to get a book published if I don't have a platform? Uh, again, you worry about the depth of your leadership and let God worry about the breadth of your leadership. I can tell you in my own life, and again, I, I am preaching to myself here. Like I'm not, I've learned these lessons myself in that I, I say them to you and I'm speaking them to myself because I'm the one who's like, well, how does this work? If I don't have enough followers, why are they going to give me a book deal? God does miracles. I remember the first time I was asked to write a book. I didn't have a platform. And I was approached by Moody to write a book. And, and, and even my third book that came out, my second book was sort of a tag along after my first book. But then my third book came out by the time I wrote book one and two, I didn't have a lot of sales. I thought I'd never publish another book again. And I had just left my mega church and I didn't, I don't know that, that I, anybody with a logical brain should have given me another book deal, but God, you see, God sees things differently than we do. And God has a purpose and a plan. And so I write book three, not because, I, I, in fact, what's funny, and I tell the story when I wrote Resolved, I actually wrote a book between Stripped and Resolved, and it never got published. And I submitted it to five places. They all rejected me, including Moody and Baker, which, which have been my two publishers. And, uh, and then I gave up. I said, I'm not going to write again. And, and, and about a month passed, and then out of the blue, somebody from Baker approached me to write a book called Resolved. And it was a new book that I had to write, but it was all God. I can't take credit for it because I was already rejected. Now, again, does this happen in this way to everyone? No, I, everyone has their own story. I mean, I think it was Max Lucado who, you know, published or sent his book before his first book became a bestseller. He sent it to like, whatever, 25 publishers. Everybody said no. I mean, everybody has stories like that. And I, I'm just picking on book publishing because it's easy to pick on that. The point is... We think that if I have the platform, I will be a better leader. And I guess what I'm presenting to you today is sometimes you don't have to have a big platform or a lot of followers, but the point of leadership is to fulfill God's purposes for your life. And God can take a man in a prison, literally accused of rape, forgotten by everybody who was originally a slave, sold by his brothers in slavery. God can take that man and put him Number two in command of the ancient world, Joseph, of course, I'm talking about. And so how does God work? Amazingly, awesomely, miraculously, in ways, his thoughts are not our thoughts. I don't get it. I just know that he asks us to be faithful, to follow him, and to continue to grow internally, to tr in trust, in trust, in trust. And stop focusing on platform, focus on purpose. Popularity is not the goal of leadership. Growth is not the goal of leadership faithfulness is the goal of leadership obedience is the goal of leadership uh, fulfilling god's purpose is the goal of leadership brokenness is the goal of leadership uncommon communion is the goal of leadership you, do you see how this works out you focus on what you need to focus on and let god worry about the the, the breadth of the of the results again you stay abiding and fruit is god's business okay i'm, I'm speaking to myself i get that i don't mean to be but i'm learning by the way i am learning it's taken a couple of decades but it's, it's speaking through, it's, it's come, getting through my head. Um, but, but every so often I need booster shots, right? I'll open social media and someone I know will do something I want to do. And I'm like, oh, I'm back in square one. Or I'll be like, how did they get to these? How are they invited there? It's, it's not your business. It's like John 21 when Peter, right after Jesus and he have this amazing moment. It's like, you know, you ever encounter God in a unique way and you're feeling like you're on a spiritual high. And the very next moment, Peter looks around and says, what about John? We, we think it's John. We don't know. And, and Jesus says to Peter, what does that do you? You follow me. You follow me. And, 
And um, people have said that to me, by the way. It's hard to hear when you're, because you feel like uh, you're, you know, you're wounded, you're upset, and you're like, I am following. But, 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 but now, like, I look back and I think, it's true. All Jesus asks is that follow him. Uh, don't be resentful. Don't question why God advances some people over others and how he chooses things to happen. He sees the big picture. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows what's still to come. And uh, again, ours is to trust his wisdom and to trust his goodness. Um, and that is a growth process. I, I don't think that's natural for any of us. But the more time we spend with God, the more we will trust him. So if you're finding that you're questioning God and you're not sure that he loves you, you're questioning his goodness to you, the odds are you're not spending enough time with him. So that, that's a word of challenge to you today. If you're feeling like, man, I don't know. I don't have any followers. I'm not sure I'm going to make it. Take time alone with the Lord and go back to the basics, what he called you to, what he wants you to accomplish. What, what is his purpose for your life? And I, I always go back to the beginning time when I got called to ministry. And I remember that promise that God gave me to be separated unto the gospel. God never promised that I would be a best-selling author, that I would uh, you know, win a million people to Christ. Really, his, his call to me was to be separated unto the gospel, to preach the gospel, to teach the Bible. And how and where and when all um, his, his timing and, and that is really fulfilling. That is a success is when we follow Christ and his trust his timing in every season of our life. So sometimes a leader will go and no one will follow. When you're leading and no one is following, remember that leadership is not about growing platforms, but fulfilling purpose. And when you're leading and no one is following, slow down a bit and evaluate what's happening. All right, that's important. If you're right now in a season of leadership and no one's following, you're not growing. Your platform is, is not it's, it's dwindling even. I would, I would say not growing, I'm dwindling. Uh, stop and evaluate what's happening. What is God trying to show you? Uh, there's a lesson in there. I'm sure of it. It's critical to assess the this, this situation and ask honest questions. Again, you go back to the questions. What has God called me to do and be? Be, am I, you know, am I saying the right things? Maybe you just need a social media strategy. Maybe you don't even have a social media. I'm just saying, like, like ask yourself the hard questions. It's, here's another thought on that. It's helpful to get another set of eyes to look at the situation in the assessment phase. Can't always assess, assess alone. We have blind spots. So it's good to get a team, a couple of people you trust and say, look, I think I'm a leader, but no one's following me. They might look at you and laugh and say, you know what? You're not a leader or you need to grow in, in learning how to lead. Or they may say, you know what? I mean, you are a leader. You're a strong leader, but we see that God wants to do this in your life. Or a lot of my story has been God just wanting to free me from the need for affirmation, the need to constantly be told I'm great. And, 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 and there's something so insecure about people like me and myself who we constantly need to be told we're doing okay. Like, like you don't need that. We've got God's affirmation in our life. He loves us, not because of what we do, but because of who we are in him. And sometimes the, you know, the, the painful lack of growth is simply that, is to get in your brains that you are loved by God for who you are. And so get, get this another set of eyes to help you look at the situation. It's important, but sometimes hard to, to make the changes that are needed. Uh, sometimes people will tell you to make a change and it will stink to hear. Uh, but are you willing to humbly uh, consider that they may be right and to be willing to make a change? Um, maybe you need to change your place of leadership. Maybe you're in the wrong area of leadership. So it's okay to accept that sometimes a season will exist where you are leading and no one is following. It might just be a season. Like again, Joseph is a classic example. 
Uh, you look at Jesus. I mean, at the time of his crucifixion, no one was following. It didn't take long before everybody jumped back on, on following him. I was going to stay on the bandwagon, but something revolutionary happened in the disciples after the resurrection. And then Pentecost happened, and that was an amazing breakthrough. And then now, now so many people giving their life to Jesus. By God's grace, more will do so. Maybe you don't know the Lord, and you long to follow Jesus. You can follow him today. So when that happens, when, um, when you're in a season where no one is following, stand still, walk by faith, and keep on waiting. Don't give up. Uh, don't get in the blues. Don't fall into despair or self-pity or question your calling. I've done all those things. By the way, a great book for you is my book, Stripped, When God's Call Turns from Yes to Why Me. Uh, I've got some great things happening with that book down the road, but for now, that book is available. I can send you a copy. In fact, if you want a free copy as we come to a close of this podcast, email me, lena at livingwithpower.org. We would love to send you Stripped, When God's Call Turns from Yes to Why Me. Uh, we also have a great series on calling. I uh, talk about uh, God's calling, and so maybe that is a good uh, uh, two-lesson uh, teaching that will benefit you. Irina will have that available on our website. Uh, you can also email and ask for it, but we'll make it clear where you can get that. Uh, livingwithpower.org. Uh, uh, just get on that, subscribe to our, to our list. And then uh, if you want a copy of the study or the book, email me, lena at livingwithpower.org. Hey, we love you guys. We know that this is uh, material that we can talk about for 15 minutes, but it takes a lifetime of learning. So if you are struggling with some of the stuff right now, would love to talk with someone, pray with someone. I'm happy to talk with you. If you're a church leader in particular and you feel like you are just you just need some support and help, you don't know where to get it, email me and we can set up a time where we can talk. Uh, know that we're praying for you. Um, maybe you're a secular re- leader, uh, you're leading in the workplace, and you, uh, particularly women, I want to ask right now, you know that there's a, a paucity, a very scarce amount of, you know, other women leaders that you can sometimes interact with and ask accountability from and pray with uh, we'd love to do that with you so email me at lena at livingwithpower.org and as usual share this podcast with someone or on your social media but above all just hit up our website follow us on social media not so that we can increase our following honestly i am so i'm getting too old to care about that at this point but but just because we believe that there are resources that will help you um so know that you are loved by god there is hope your story is just getting started and we'll catch each other again next time.